I can leave the body. <laughs> I left my body. It wasn't Kartik, so now I have to take breath again. I was only Krishna conscious during Kartik. <laughs> Jai, Hare Krishna. Jai. Jai. I've also started using a cane a little bit myself. One of the symptoms of an old old man's body. I, I started using a cane part a little bit now. I become a little bit lame also. There you go. Boom. Okay. So when is the, uh, so okay, Kartik is finished, so now hardly anyone comes. <laughs> Amazing. Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Jambi Harbi Kopi Janna Balaba Kitty Baradari Gopi Janna Balaba Kitty Baran Dari That's all the dun 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 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Hare Gaurav Manande Jayam Vishnu Pan Vanamaham Zabriva Jakacharanjam Ashtatarasadishi Shemadam His Divine Jaisila Esi Bhakti Vadanta Tridhandi Goswami Maharajava Pariki Jai Yes, can found the Bacharya Shila Bhava Pandaki Jai Batita Bhavana Savila Bhavan Sol Sila Bhava Padki Jai Shila Bhava flooding the whole material world with a tidal wave of super ecstatic Krishna Prema Ki Jai Jayam Vishnu Ban Panamahamsa Bhadivajrakacharanja Ashtatarajada Shishimada is the Van Shila Bhakti Siddhanta Sadasvati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrinda Ki Jai Nama Charnja Shila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai Paramsa Kohoshi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadanhar Shivasari Gauru Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai Shri Shri Radha Krishna Gopi Gopinath Shamakon Radhakon Gidi Govardhan Ki Jai Vrindavan Dhamma Ki Jai Mayapur Dham Ki Jai Navadip Dham Ki Jai Jagannath Puri Dhamma Ki Jai Ganga Mai Ki Jai Jamana Mai Ki Jai Bhakti Devi Ki Jai, Tusi Devi Ki Jai, Samaveta Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai, Gora Primananda Haribo. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. Glory to Shishi Guru and Goranga. All glories to His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada Nama Om Vishnu Padaya, Krishna Prestaya Bhutale, Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamaniti Namane, Namaste Sadasvati Deve, Gauravani Pacharine, Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschachadesha Tarine.
So today we are blessed with an unlimitedly auspicious opportunity to study by the mercy of the Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada to study Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 17, Mother Poverty Curses Chitrakedu, text number 36. <coughs> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Shri Shukha Uvacha Iti Shrutva Bhagavata Shivasya Uma Abhibhashitam Babhuva Shantadi Rajan Devi Nigata Vishmaya Shri Shukha Uvacha Iti Shrutva Bhagavata Shivas Yonavi Bhashitam Babuva Santadi Rajan Vigata Vishmaya Shri Shukha Uvacha Iti Shrutva Bhagavata Shivasyama Vibhashitam Babuva Shantadi Rajan Devi Vigata Vishmaya Shri Shukha Uvacha Iti Shrutva Bhagavata Shivas Yoma Vibhashitam Babu Vashantati Rajan Devi Vigati Vishmaya Shri 
Hiri Bhagata Vishmaya, Tishagavacha, 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 Ladies, Shri Sukhumacha, Shri Sukhumacha, Shri Shri Sukhavacha Vishmaya Shri Sukhavacha Shri Sutta Bhagavata Shri Basha Shama Bhashitam Vubhashantadi Rajam Shri Bhagavata Vishmaya Shri Sukhavacha Sri Sukadev Goswami said, Eti thus Shrutva, hearing Bhagavata of the most powerful demigod, Shivashya of Lord Shiva, Uma Parvati, Abhibhashitam, instruction, Babuva became Shantidi, very peaceful, Rajan, O King Parikshit, Devi, the goddess, Vigadavishmaya, released from astonishment. Translation in purport by His Divine Grace Om Vishnu Pad Paramahamsa Parivajrakacharja Astatarasadashishimaresi Bhakti Vedantati Dandi Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada. Sri Sugadev Goswami said, O King, after hearing this, this speech by your husband, the demigoddess Uma, the wife of Lord Shiva, gave up her astonishment at the behavior of Kinshu Kedu and became very steady in, in intelligence, purpur. Srila Vishnachatravati Thakur remarks that the word Shantadi means, um, what is it, Suvya, yeah, not, what is it, Svivya, Purva, Sabhava, Smritya. 
When Parvati remembered her former behavior in cursing Chuchaketu, she became very much ashamed and covered her face with the, with the skirt of her sari, admitting she was wrong in cursing Chuchaketu. Shri Guru Shri Jata Barakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavam Shri Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Raghunatan Vitam Tam Savadutam Parijana Savitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamsham Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Svaminiti Namine Namaste Sarasvate Deve Gaudavani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschanya Deshatarine So we're reading about how ashamed she was. She made a vi an aparab, you see, cursing Chittaketu, you see. She felt very ashamed. Vaishnava aparab is also mentioned in this purport by Srila Prabhupada. He says, one's pure intelligence or pure Krishna consciousness becomes polluted by material activities. Pure consciousness can be revived by the process of sacrifice, charity, pious activities, etc. But when one pollutes his Krishna consciousness by offending a Brahmana or a Vaishnava, it is very difficult to revive. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has described the Vaishnava rod or offense to a Vaishnava as the mad elephant offense. One should be very careful not to offend a Vaishnava or a Brahman. Even the great yogi Nirvasa was harassed by the Sudarshan Chakra when he offended the Vaishnava Maharaj Ambarish, who was neither a Brahmin nor a sannyasi but an ordinary householder. Maharaj Ambarish was a Vaishnava and consequently Nirvasa Muni was chastised. The conclusion is that if Krishna consciousness is covered by material sins, 
one can eliminate the sin simply by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. But if one pollutes his Krishna consciousness by offending a Brahmana or a Vaishnava, one cannot revive it until one properly atones for this sin by pleasing the offended Vaishnava or Brahmana. This was the curse that Devrasa Muni had to follow, for he surrendered unto Maharaj Ambarish. A Vaishnava rod cannot be atoned for by any means other than by begging the pardon of the offended Vaishnava. So what does this mean for us neophyte devotees? What does it mean for us? And be very careful in how we deal with devotees. Assume. What do we pray every morning? How does that prayer begin? How do we say the Vaishnava prayer? How does it begin? How does that prayer begin? Vanchakalpa, yeah, Vanchakalpa Dharubhyascha, Kripa Sindhubhya Ebhacha, Patetanang Pavanebhya, Vaishnavebhya Namo Namaha. I offer my respectful obeisances to all the Vaishnav devotees of the Lord who are just like desire trees, who can fulfill the desires of everyone and they are full of compassion for the fallen conditioned souls. So that prayer says they fulfill the desires of everyone. Oh, I, I'd like to get a, a new, I'd like to get a Rolls Royce. So just the Vaishnavas will fulfill my desire, right? What does that mean, fulfill the desires? Well, actually, we, yesterday I was quoting this verse from the Shikshastakram. And this answers that question. Glory to the Shri Krishna Sankirtan, which cleanses the heart of all the dust accumulated for years together. Thus the fire of conditional life of repeated birth and death is extinguished. This Sankirtan movement, <clears throat> this Sankirtan movement spreads the rays of the benediction moon. It is the life of all transcendental knowledge and it increases the ocean of transcendental bliss and it enables us to fully taste the nectar for which we are always anxious. So this is what the desire, this is the desire fulfilled by the Vaishnava, you see. Deep within the heart, every living entity is hankering for awakened love of God within his heart. Every living entity, deep, deep within. That's the innermost desire of every living entity. How to awaken pure love of God within the heart. So that is the desire fulfilled by the Vaishnava, you see. The Vaishnava, does not, his not duty is not to flatter you and say, oh, you're very great. Everything you're doing is very, very nice. The Vaishnava is there to guide you. Do this, don't do that. Do this, don't do that, you see. I, I remember I was trained by Vishnu John Swami in the very beginning. And he was very strict, actually. I was, one day he had me drive the temple vehicle and I backed out the driveway and went over the curb. Instead of going, you know, went a little bit slightly off of the curb and he said, that was rascal driving, you see. You see. So that, he was very strict with me. He even chastised me for running over the curb, rascal driving, you see. So was that wrong for you to be so strict with me? But you know what Prabhupada said? Prabhupada said, you have been trained up under the expert guidance of His Holiness, Vishnu John Maharaj, you see. So that strict training I got him is very good, you see. He taught me to, be a, to strictly follow Srila Prabhupada's instructions, you see. 
And by his merciful inspiration and guidance, here I am, 51 years later, you see. Because I was given strict training, you see. So it's not strict. Actually, it's also described, you know, Narada Muni, he was a little boy, and he was associating with these great sages, the Bhaktivedantas, you see. And he, he strictly followed them, you see. He strictly followed their instructions, and he became the great Narada Muni, the great sage Narada Muni, you see. So we have to learn how to follow the... the the order of the spiritual master. It's coming down from the disciplic succession. The spiritual master is simply a representative of the previous acharyas. It's, it's not his, his, his duty not to add or subtract anything, you see. Whatever the spiritual master has heard from his spiritual master, whatever training he has gotten from his spiritual master, he is meant to pass it on to his disciples, you see. That's all. Just like the postman. Is the postman supposed to open up your mail and add and subtract something to your mail? You see, would that be an honest postman? Well, I'm going to open up your letter, I'm going to add something or subtract from the letter. No. The postman has delivered exactly as it was given to him, you see. He's simply delivering the message. <clears throat> the message may be, it does, whatever the message is, it may be good news, it may be shocking news, whatever it is, it's, a, it's the postman's duty to deliver the letter exactly as it is. So the spiritual master is also his duty to tell you the truth exactly like it is, you see. Well, this is what you're doing is very nice. This is what you're doing is very bad. You have to stop doing that, you see. Spiritual masters will tell you, this you can do, this you cannot do. So we should never find fault with a spiritual master for, for passing on to us exactly what is he heard from his spiritual master, you see. That is actually a Vaishnava Parab. If I find fault with somebody for purely presenting what they've heard from their spiritual master, that's called Vaishnava Parab. And such, they, if they anyone commits such a Vaishnava Parab, they have to beg forgiveness from the Vaishnava that they offended, you see. So it's very important that we, uh, we learn how to practice Krishna consciousness exactly as Prabhupada has given it to us, you see, without adding or subtracting anything. It's like, what is the Bhagavad Gita called? Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita is called Bhagavad Gita as it is, you see. Because Prabhupada didn't make any changes to make it more comfortable for the modern mind, you see. You see. What is that one famous rascal commentator? He said, it's not that it is not to Krishna that you surrender, but the unborn, unmanifest that is within Krishna, is within you, and is within everything. He's saying not to Krishna. Can you imagine? Such a rascal commentator, not to Krishna, you see. So we have to take Bhagavad Gita as it is, you see. Exactly as Krishna has given it to us, you see. Right now we, had, it's, we can learn much, much from the, the prayers of these great acharyas. These great acharyas are guiding us so perfectly. Let's not try to modernize our philosophy and make it more palatable for the modern mind. Let's take the pure teachings and then present them in such a way that's attractive, you see. But we have to keep the teachings pure, you see. Naratam Das is so nicely given us so many wonderful teachings. And one of his songs, Hari Hari Bipale, was very nicely translated into English by Prabhupada. Very, very wonderful uh, prayer. And here, the English can be sung in this way. <clears throat> Although I've come 
to this human form, my Lord. I've spent my life uselessly. I did not care for Radha and Krishna. So I swallow poison knowingly. Hare Krishna mantra comes straight from Krishna Loka. But with chanting, I have no connection. Day and night I'm burning in this dark world without learning to make the correction. Lord Krishna comes as Sachi's son, Balaram descends as Nitai. By chanting the wretched have all been saved, including Jagai and Madai. Oh, my Lord, O oh son of King Nanda, together with Vrishabhanu's daughter, I've got no shelter but Radha and Krishna. Humbly praise Narottam Das Thakur. Although I've come to this human form, my Lord, I've spent my life uselessly. I did not care for Radha and Krishna. So I swallow poison knowingly. If I gave you a cup of poison, would you drink it? Here, have a cup of <laughs> Here, have a cup of poison. Here, have but Narjan said we are drinking poison knowingly. This poison, all right. Poison, ah, you see. This is he's described, this is our material mentality. We're knowingly drinking poison. Can you imagine how foolish we are, you see? We're knowingly drinking poison, you see. We didn't care for Radha and Krishna, you see. So you say, well, how can Narottam sing that way? He's a pure devotee, fully absorbed in the love of Krishna. As I was explaining last night in the, in the home meeting, you see. Actually, the more you can feel separation from Krishna consciousness, lamenting your lack of Krishna consciousness, that's the insider's secret how to actually awaken pure love of God within the heart, you see. See, we don't, we don't remain neophytes simply struggling to follow the rules and regulations. If you want to go beyond all of that and come to the level of pure love of God, you see. Where the, pure love, the level of pure love of God, there's no question of rules and regulations. You're automatically following the rules and regulations. You're not even endeavoring. You're on a higher level, you see. So we need to get to that higher level beyond the rules and regulations. But you have to follow the rules and regulations to get there, you see. You have to follow those rules and regulations to come to that stage. This is like Prabhupada told me that, that letter, that very, all those letters I got from Prabhupada, the most dear treasures in my life. Those, Prabhupada said, now you disqualify yourself to see Krishna face to face, you see. So when we come to that level, be able to perceive Krishna directly, you see. 
then the ecstatic feelings of love of God become fully awakened in the heart. Our every thought, our every word, and every deed in all times, places, and circumstances will be simply to please my beloved Krishna. I want to please my beloved Krishna and by my beloved, most beloved Srimati Radharani, the daughter of King Vishabhanu, you see. How can I please my beloved Radharani and my beloved Krishna, you see? And when I come to this level where I'm always totally absorbed, total anxiety that I'm not, I haven't awakened love of God within my heart, I'm drowning in this ocean of sense gratification. You see, totally absorbed in this mood that Naratama is teaching us, you see. That is a level when, on that level, there'll be no question of Vaishnava Parad, you see. We'll see the Vaishnavas as, as the mercy manifestations of Krishna, you see. We'll see the spiritual master as the mercy manifestation of Krishna, you see. So we have to come to that stage right now, we're on the material plane, still thinking, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this, we don't see the, we don't see the pure loving mercy of Krishna showering upon us at every minute in all times, places, and circumstances, you see. Actually, Krishna is lamenting our separation. Somebody, somebody asked me, why do we exist? Why does God create us? Actually, God didn't create us. God is eternally, Krishna or God is eternally manifesting us from himself. Just like, what does Krishna say in the Gita? Never was there a time when I did not exist, nor you, nor all these kings, nor in the future shall any of us cease to be. So we are eternal emanations of that absolute supreme personality of God. Why is he emanating an infinite number of living entities from himself at every nanosecond? Because he, Krishna enjoys loving relationships. Krishna is manifesting each and, each and every one of us from himself as eternally separated individuals so he can have a unique loving relationship with each and every one of us. It's like I remember, in the, you know, I remember the old days, we used to have a big feast on Jamastami. 108 preps, wow. 108 preps, wow, see. The more there's variety, you see. A normal feast, maybe six or seven preps, but Jamastami, 108 preps, wow. Even to taste every one was quite an endeavor, you see. 108 preps, you see. But see, the more there is variety, you see, but as Prabhupada say, variety is the mother of enjoyment. So Krishna is, Krishna wants to enjoy unlimitedly, therefore he manifests an, an infinite number of living entities. It's like different tastes, you see. You get one taste from this relationship, another taste from that relationship. From each devotee, he gets a unique taste or flavor in that loving relationship. So you exist, each one of us exists as a unique individual that Krishna can have a unique flavor or taste he can't get from anybody else. That's why when you're in this material world or I'm in this material world suffering, Krishna is feeling like somebody took away one of the preps. You see, one of the preps is missing. One of those tastes that I relish, I'm not able to relish it now because this, this soul has, been, has fallen away from me. So Krishna is very much endeavoring as him. Therefore, yada yada hi dharmasya granir bhavati bharata abhyutanam dharmasya tadatmanam shajamyaham. Krishna is coming again and again and again and sending great souls like Narada Muni, Vishana Chakravarti Thakur, and Naratam Das Thakur. He's coming again as Lord Chaitanya. He's coming 
as all the great acharyas, Bhakti Sananda Sarasvati, Bhakti Vinodakur, Srila Prabhupada. Krishna is sending so many representatives. He wants, he wants us back. He wants us back. He desperately answer, actually wants us back, but he's not going to force us to come back because then there's, we have to come of our own choice, you see. Krishna is trying to make all facility to inspire us to choose to love him, you see. To come back to loving him once again, you see. Instead of being a rebel, trying to defy him, his position, thinking that, you know, I'm God, you're God, we're all God, you see. Look this Mayavadi philosophy. I was also polluted by Mayavadi philosophy. I was a young spiritual seeker, frustrated with uh, my college career, looking for the answer. What, what, what's feeling very depressed and wanting to know what is the actual purpose of my existence. I get misguided by some of these bogus gurus. And so the first time I went to the temple, actually I, I learned the mantra, but I was still polluted with Mayavadi philosophy. I was chanting Hare Krishna, and one Brahma Trini said, oh, you're, you're singing so nicely. And I was thinking, ha, 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 if she only knew that I am Krishna, you see. <laughs> I was very polluted by Mayavadi philosophy myself. It took me about two and a half years to, to get over it, you see. This Mayavadi dream, you know, I'm God, I'm God, I'm God, you see. So these, this Mayavadi philosophy, Prabhupada had smashed it again and again. How many times they smashed Mayavadi philosophy in his books and his lectures? Again and again and again. Smashing Mayavadi philosophy. Nirvishesha Shunyavadi, you see. And personalism and voidism, you see. Smashing it again and again and again and again. Because it's running so heavily in the modern day society. Voidism. <clears throat> Everything is zero. You see, everything comes out of nothing. You see, they say there was a big, there was, there was nothing, and all of a sudden, out of nothing, this explosion happened, kaboom! And now, now we have everything. You see, have all these planets and all these universes that all came out of a big explosion. But is that logical? It's like you have a very beautiful temple here, a very beautiful temple, beautiful altars. If I if, and if, if I told you that, you know, you know how we built this place? We took all the bags of cement, all the marble tiles, and we put them in a big stack, and we threw a stick of dynamite, and kaboom! Would you believe it? Would anybody believe it? That this, came, this building came out of an explosion? But yet they, the scientists want us to believe this whole material universe came out of an explosion. I mean, how ridiculous can you get? And they call this science? Papa says, Nescience is him. It's simply rascalism. This is, these are the people who are so-called intellectuals guiding the society. The big, big professors, the big, big scientists. It all came out of an explosion, a big bang. So just see how much we're being misguided by these rascals, you see. We have to hear from the bona fide spiritual master. That person who can actually enlighten us, what is the truth? Why do I exist? Where have I come from? What is the perfection of my existence, you see? Why am I suffering? I don't want to suffer. Why am I suffering, you see? Suffering is an unnatural state. The natural state is to be full of bliss and knowledge, and to be celebrating an ecstatic uh, adventure at every minute, you see. That's the actual position. And every, every more exciting, ecstatic adventure, day after day, moment after moment, you 
position. See, that's the yaksha position. So we should stop listening to these rascal commentators. We should not be uh, influenced by those people who criticize the Vaishnavas, you see. My mother, she was very unhappy that I became a devotee. She wanted me to come back to being a Christian. She would bring me a Bible, like, son, you know, get, get straight, you know, get your back on the right path. But she didn't realize that I was following Jesus better than she was, you see. You see? The Bible says, thou shalt not meet. She was eating meat, you see. Actually, Jesus made me a devotee. It's an interesting story. I was, I was a, I had gotten, somehow gotten free of the Mayavadi philosophy. And I understood that Jesus was a self-realized soul. So what made him a self-realized soul? And I was trying to figure it out in the Bible by reading it, what made him a self-realized soul. And one day I found it. He said, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. So I ended up praying to God to guide me how I could become his perfect servant, you see. So, that, so actually Jesus brought me to Krishna consciousness. So I'm actually a Christian Hare Krishna, you see. You see. So my mother's attempted coming to come back to Christianity. It was a joke, you see. The real joke. Of course, my father was more cool with it. He used to... Uh, he, it's like people like to ride bikes here in Melbourne, right? I see it's a very popular bike riding. My dad also was into bike riding for good health. He would ride about maybe eight or nine miles and come to the temple and he'd hear lectures by the devotees. He used to love hearing the lectures of the temple. So my dad was, uh, he was more cool, with, he was cool with Krishna consciousness. My sister also, she came to the temple and offered her obeisances to me, you see. And my dad, he was, um, because of that, because of his willingness to hear and, and appreciate the lectures and, of the devotees, that he was in Austin at some care center. Uh, we were in Austin also. And we got the word he was getting ready to die. So Guru Maharaj and I got in the car, we drove there, and he was laying there all bewildered, you know, laying there, getting ready to die, all bewildered. And then we did a kirtan, we started chanting, and his mind became completely peaceful, and boom, he left hearing the holy names of the Lord, you see. You see. Because he had that appreciation for Krishna consciousness, even though he wasn't practicing it, but he appreciated it. Because of that, he got the opportunity. The moment of death, he left with a kirtan, you see. So we just see the great value of this Krishna consciousness movement. We should not be misled by the critics and who, who don't appreciate it. Who say, oh, you're a bunch of brainwashed people, you know, you're misguided by the cult, you see. We're not interested in the, 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 the they're there, the real cult. The materialist, the material world is the brainwashed cult, you see. Prabhupada said, we are not brainwashing, we are brain giving, you see. You see. Actually, we don't have any brains to wash. <laughs> Prabhupada is giving us brain, you see. These books are giving us brain. We get a brain by reading Prabhupada's books, you understand? We have no brains. We're brainless, idiots. Walking around like people with their heads cut off, you know, that's something like a material world, like brainless idiots. But by by carefully studying these purports of Srila Prabhupada and, and and following these instructions, we get transcendental realizations. We can actually realize, hey, I'm not this body. I'm an eternal spiritual being. I'm qualitatively one with God. You see. 
we can become free from all the anxieties. Just like, what does Krishna say? Dehi nos minyata dehe kumarang jogaram jara tata dehantara praptir dhirasratanamuyati. As the embodied soul continually passes in this body from boyhood to youth to old age, the soul similarly passes in another body at the time of death. The self realized souls are not limited by such a change. So here I got a 75 year old. 75-year-old oh, body, and lately my legs have been going bad. I had to actually get a cane, start walking with a cane. But instead of, I was thinking, should I be lamenting? Oh, I have to walk with a cane. I used to be so, now the body had to walk with a cane. I was thinking, why should I lament? Krishna says, those who are self-realized, those who are not disturbed by it, you see. So whether I have a young man's body or an old man's body walking with a cane, now I got hearing aids, you see. I'm able to get glasses too, I can hardly read the, the verse today. It's a very hard time reading the verse, you see. So I could lament, oh, the body is going bad. But no, Krishna says that self-realized souls are not bewildered by jira, old age, you see. And they, okay, old age, that's cool, you see. Young age, old age, it's all the same. Because I'm not this body. So whatever Krishna gives me, I use in his service. It's like an old man here. He's had a hard time walking up, you see. But we, there's no reason to lament. I have an old man's body. I can hardly walk, you see. No. The self-realized souls are not bewildered by any of these things. They take their happiness in remembering Krishna, that all-beautiful, all-powerful, all-renounced, all-wealthy, all-famous person standing in the bank of Keshi God and blowing the fifth note on his flute to attract the gopi girls who come and dance the rasa dance with him, you see. <coughs> or sickness, you see. Just like I've been, Grimadji, I've been very, very sick. She, she's, for her time in her life, she missed Mangalarti two days in a row. Never in her life she ever missed Mangalarti. And I've been in bed for two days myself. And I'm on a plane for a whole day too, you see. So, but actually, if we're Krishna conscious, it doesn't matter. If Krishna wants me to die right now, that's okay, you see. Because it's not me. I'm an eternal living being, eternal spiritual being, qualitatively one with Krishna. I have an eternal relationship with him in his transcendental pastimes in the spiritual world. So what if the body falls apart? So what if, so what if, so what's the big deal if I have to die today or tomorrow or next week? You see, what's the big deal? No big deal. Whatever Krishna wants, if he wants me to die right now, if he wants me to live to be 500, it's up to him. I put myself fully in the hands of Krishna. Whatever he wants to do with me is all right, you see. He's the perfect knower of what's the best thing for me. He's my ever well-wishing friend, Suhridam Sarabhutanam. He's sitting right there beside me in my heart. He's the most intimate, well-wishing friend of all, of everyone. And he's there, and he's blessing me unlimitedly at every minute in all times, places, and circumstances. Whatever happens to me is all the mercy of Krishna to help me become more and more surrendered unto him. When we're actually Krishna conscious, we realize that Krishna is showering me with unlimited mercy at every minute in all times, all places, and circumstances. There's nothing inauspicious for one who is fully Krishna conscious. He sees the auspiciousness within everything that's happening to him in all times, places, and circumstances. So in this way we can understand uh, how to become Krishna conscious. 
that somehow we have to learn how to reciprocate with the unlimited love that Krishna is giving us at every minute, you see. We're, very, we're not very qualified. We have a hard time reciprocating with Krishna's love. We're so selfish and greedy. It's hard for us to do that. But if we pray to Krishna, He'll empower us to reciprocate with Him. And there's a special prayer for that. How's that prayer go? Oh, yeah. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. My dear Radha and my dear Krishna, please now fully engage me in your pure devotional service. Please engage me in loving you perfectly with my every thought, word, and deed in all times, places, and circumstances. So do I have any complaints or criticisms? Corrections? That I, I did, said something incorrect that's not according to Prabhupada's teachings? Or do I have any questions? Or arguments. Everybody's ready to surrender now? Yeah, okay, question. Very good. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Uh, the question is, how do we understand that whatever I'm getting is because of my karma or it is Krishna's arrangement? Uh, how is it Krishna's mercy and our karma? First, the idea, the two concepts, the idea of Krishna's mercy and karma, right? Yes. Well, karma is also Krishna's mercy. You see? If you're getting a reaction for some of you, that's also Krishna's mercy. Now he's, he's freeing you from the reaction. You're getting, you did something wrong, now you're getting a karmic reaction to free you from that offense, from that sinful activity. So karma is also Krishna's mercy. You see. So isn't it like when we chant, our karma gets cut, so Krishna starts interfering in our life the moment we start chanting? What's the question? Oh yeah, when you start chanting it, then you become, start to get free from your karma also. You can, the chanting can actually neutralize the karmic reactions you're doing again. That's why chanting is very powerful, you see. By chanting you can overcome so many sinful reactions, you're gonna have, you, would have, you, would have, you would have had to suffer. And because of chanting, you actually neutralize the, those sinful reactions. So Thank go on chanting, 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 chanting. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Next question. Yes. Hare Krishna. Shankishan. All right, he'll go, and then you're after him. Uh, how to absorb our mind in lotus feet of Krishna all the time, 24 hours? Well, do you want to do that or not? Yes, I want to. You des desiring it is the first step. You have to truly desire it, you see. If you think, well, a little Krishna, a little Maya, a little Krishna, a little Maya, a little Krishna, a little more Maya, you see, if you actually desire it sincerely, then Krishna will reciprocate with your desire. The trouble is we don't desire it, that's the problem. A little Krishna, a little Maya, you see, a little... A little Krishna, a little Bollywood, you know, you see, that's the problem. We don't desire it strongly enough, that's the problem. We have to intensify our desire, understanding the only thing that can truly satisfy me is Krishna consciousness. There's nothing but outside of Krishna consciousness that can actually satisfy me. So we have to understand philosophically and be absolutely convinced my only desire from now on for all of eternity should be to give pleasure to my beloved Krishna. You see. And when you when your desire be when you 
desire becomes strong, then automatically you, that absorption will happen. It's a matter of strengthening our desire. Yes. <clears throat> Gurudev, you were saying don't be distur disturbed by old age disease, you know, but when we get sick, when we get sick, we, <clears throat> we completely forget Krishna and we are always, it is always thinking about how, when will I get rid of the sickness, you know. So then I come. So how, how, do, I, how do we get not disturbed by and remember Krishna also, Gurudev? What is it? Well, you have to take care of your body. It's Krishna's. Your body belongs to Krishna, doesn't it? Yes. So if your body gets sick for Krishna's service, you have to take good care of it to get it healthy. But how do I think of Krishna, Gurudev, at that time? Because it's just, you're uh, thinking of the sickness, not, you know, it's the pain or whatever. How do we get over it and think, remember Krishna? How do you think? Well, you can chant. It's like I was lying there on the airplane and they did with three blankets. I was so cold. Three blankets I did to keep warm on the flight. So I, you know, I could pray to, I could lay there under the covers praying to Krishna. Yes, you, you can pray to Krishna when you're sick. My dear Lord Krishna, please bless me now. I can be fully absorbed in remembering you. You see, why don't you just talk to Krishna? He's there. He can hear you. Why not talk, talk to him? And, and reveal your heart to him. My dear Lord, I'm having great difficulty now. My body's in great pain. Please help me in this time of difficulty. Be fully absorbed in thinking of you, your transcendental qualities, your transcendental teachings, your transcendental attributes, your transcendental pastimes, your transcendental teachings. You can ask Krishna to help you, and he will. Krishna wants you to be his pure devotee. So any, any difficulty you're having, you just open your heart and tell Krishna, I'm having difficulty right now, my Lord. My body is very sick and I'm, my mind's very disturbed. Please help me in this disturbed condition to become fully absorbed in thoughts of you. Krishna, try it, you'll see it, it actually works. Krishna reciprocates when you're, if you pray to him, very help. Gurudev, Next. One more question, Gurudev. Yes. Uh, Gurudev, I heard from devotees, they, you know, they hear uh, mundane motivational thoughts, mundane motivational speech or to make them feel positive. Is that a good thing, Gurudev, like, or is it we should be strictly um, listening to only the lectures or the scriptures? Sometimes devotees hear some mundane motivators. Or mundane motivators? Motivation. So is it okay or is it better just to listen? Mundane, mundane motivators. Mundane speakers. Mundane speakers. Motivation. So-called motivation gurus, you know. How to be successful, how to, how to make a crore of rupees, you know, blah, 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 you know. Do we need to hear from the, Papa, do we need, let's ask Papa. Papa, do we need to hear from the mundane motivators? <laughs> you see? Actually, Prabhupada is the, the ultimate motivator. They, you know, how to accomplish big things. Prabhupada is much bigger than any of the mundane motivators. He said in 18 days we can conquer the whole world. Prabhupada even told me I could aspire to become Jagad Guru. Talk about a talk about motivation. You see. So, Prabhupada is the, if you want to go for a motivator, just, just Prabhupada is the supreme motivator. He, he motivates far beyond any of these mundane motivators can even dream of motivating, you see. How to, how to lead the whole world. Prabhupada is the deliver the whole world. And he gave us the means how we can live, make the whole world Krishna conscious, you see. 
Can you imagine? Prabhupada said, when the high court judges are wearing tilak, then our movement is successful. So, but for me, there's no motivator that comes close to Prabhupada. I don't mess around, I don't waste my time with those, those mundane motivators, because I have the supreme motivator motivating me at every minute, you see. That's what I think about those mundane motivators, you see. So if a devotee feels like less motivated, of course, then they can hear, or we can hear Srila Prabhupada's lecture, because he can motivate us. Why are they wasting their time? Then they should go to Prabhupada. Why are they so stupid? They're going to mundane motivators. If you associate with a, a karmi, you, may, you become a karmi. Sangat sandayate karma. One develops one's consciousness according to one's association. If you associate with mundane motivators, you become polluted by mundane consciousness. Sun, it's right there in the Gita. Sangat Sanjayate Kama. One's consciousness is developed according to one's association. Therefore, if you want, if you're not motivated, then you have to you have to read Prabhupada's books. If, has, if someone has some trouble with motivation, they can always write me. I can tell them the very powerful motivation instructions of Prabhupada. Deliver the whole world. What could be a bigger motivation? What could be a bigger accomplishment than delivering the whole world? You see? Okay, deliver the whole world. It's your duty to deliver the world. It's not a joke. That's, as I explained previously, it's, indiv it's individually and collectively in order for all of us. Just like what if everybody else in the whole movement bloops and you're the only one left? It's your duty, your personal, it's your personal liberty to deliver the whole world. And I was wondering, because I have a, a very exalted godbrother, Rabindra Sarupa, who was a big, a very, he was a big professor and a, a GBC. So I wondered, because I like the idea of the living world, and I said, what does the world mean? Does it mean this planet, this universe, or the whole material world? What does Prabhupada mean when he says for the world? I didn't know. Of course, in one place, Prabhupada said world means the whole universe. But anyway, I was wondering, what does world mean? So I asked Rabindra Sarupa, he said, well, if we start off with this, if we, if we deliver this whole planet, Krishna will show us the next step. <laughs> so we know at least deliver the world means at least this whole planet, at least this whole planet must be delivered, you see. And if we, if we can make this whole planet Krishna conscious, Krishna will show us the next step. Okay, you got the planet Earth, now here's your next step, you see. And your next step, you see. So uh, to me, that, I can't imagine any motivator is more, is bigger motivator than they're stupid fools, but running to mundane motivators. I hope I didn't offend anybody who's attached to mundane motivators. If I did, uh, please accept my forgiveness. My apologies, I mean. Please accept my apology if I've offended you, if you're, if you're attracted to mundane motivators. But I, I, kind, I beg to kindly inform you that mundane motivators are a useless waste of time because we have the topmost motivator in the whole world is Divine Grace Srila Prabhupada is motivating us to turn the whole world right side up. The whole world is upside down right now. Prabhupada's motivating to turn the whole world right side up. In every town and every village, you see, in every home and every heart, let the holy name of Krishna become vibrating. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare. Next question, yes. 
you're probably good without the mic. You're pretty you've got a good okay. loud voice, but that's um, Gurudev, uh, when uh, Parvati, who's a very exalted uh, demigoddess, when she can commit uh, offense and and uh, do like this, what about our position? What's the hope for us neophytes? We're committing Vaishnaparad practically every minute, right? What's the hope for us poor neophytes? We have to beg the mercy, that's all I can say. That's why every day we pray. We have to be very careful, you see, the hive is I always respect these Vaishnavas, you see. Just like I mentioned earlier in the lecture, Prabhupada taught me, he said, you have been trained up under the expert guidance of His Holiness Vishnu Jahana Maharaj. So I would always worship him, respect him. That's called Vartma Pradarshaka Guru, you see. One who shows you the path. You have your initiating spiritual master, but there are others who also show you the pathway. There are also gurus, Siksha Gurus, you see. The one who shows you the pathway He's called Vartma Pradarshaka Guru. So Vishnu John Swami is the Vartma Pradarshaka Guru. So I have to not only do I honor and respect Papa, but also honor and respect him. So those, all those who help us and guide us on this pathway, there are Siksha Gurus, Vartma Pradarshaka Gurus. We have to worship all of them, you see. Not just our Diksha Guru, but all, all, the, all of our Gurus. We have so many Gurus. Just like my wife, Guru Manaji, is a very powerful Vaishnavi. And she's guiding me. She's a Vardhma Pradarshaka Guru for me, helping and guiding me in so many ways. She comes from a very pure Hindu family. I came from the hippie culture. So I can learn a lot from Guru Mataji, you see. So we have to learn how to respect and hear from exalted personalities and respect them. One more question, Gurudev. Uh, did uh, Parvati get any reaction for this, or uh, uh, like you what? Can do, you can do some research in the Bhagavatam okay, and, let, okay. and let me know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to know. Interesting question. Thank you, Gurudev. Yes. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Maharaj, I've got a question. Uh, how we can purify our desires? Like Prabhuji, he just asked 24-7, we want to serve Krishna. You know, we already get disturbed with the material things. So which things can help us so we can st stuck with just Krishna's lotus feet? What can purify our desires that can be always stuck and always... You have to understand there's only one desire that can satisfy me and that's the desire for pure bhakti. You have to flush all the other desires down the toilet. This is like what is Jamunacharya, he's given a nice prayer. You see, Jamunacharya was formerly a king in India, and king means harem. He could have sex with so many girls, he's the king, right? But now he's become a Vaishnava. And, and now he's given that up. But he gave a very nice prayer. He said, Yadavadi Mamacheta Krishna Padara Vinde. Nava Nava Rasadama Yatrajatrantumasit Tadavadi Bhattanari Sangame Smaramani Bhavadi Mukudnishtivanamcham Ever since I've been engaged in the chantment of loving service of Shishi, Radha and Krishna, tasting Nava Nava Rasa, ever increasing flavor in that service. Whatever due to my past activities as a king, of having sex with so many girls, I think my mind thinks about sex. My lips curl with this taste, and I spit at the thought. You see, he learned to be a good spitter. 
for all those material desires, spit at those damn things, flush them down the toilet. You, you, see. you have to understand, these things are your enemies, these material desires. If you simply desire to be Krishna's pure devotee, then Krishna will make all facility for your happiness, for you know, your material needs, all that will come out by Krishna's grace. He'll make good facility for you if you fully surrender to him. You don't have to have some separate desires. Desire only pure devotional service and then Krishna will give you the most wonderful, happy, amazingly uh, nectarian life you could ever imagine. You understand? Anything else? Yes. Um, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Um, I wanted to ask about what does surrender actually mean? I know it means like when we're in difficulty, we totally depend on Lord Krishna and just surrender unto Him. But we see when we're in happiness, we're like, there are no problems. And like, when, what does surrender mean at that time? What actually surrender to Krishna means? Surrender to Krishna means whatever Krishna says, you do it. When Krishna says, do this, you do that. He says, don't do this, you don't do that. If you, very simple, dear little girl, you read Bhagavad Gita and do what Krishna says in the Gita. Just like Krishna says, Yato yato nishchalati manashantalamastaram tatastata nayam yatat atmayayavisham yayat. From whatever, from whatever and wherever the mind wanders, due to its flickering and unsteady nature, one must suddenly withdraw it and bring it back to, to, to thinking of me, you see. So you have to follow, you study, read the Bhagavad Gita and follow Krishna's instructions. Do you study Bhagavad Gita every day? Or not? Yes. She does. Okay, well you, then do what, then learn, study the Bhagavad Gita and remember the instructions of Krishna and do what he says. That is surrender. Okay? Thank you. Anything else? Yes. My question is, uh, we actually have polluted intelligence sometimes, which cause, make us angry. And uh, we, we sometimes forget uh, the spiritual uh, side, our consciousness should be not angry. Um, yeah. but due How to, to conquer anger? Yes, Gurudev. Due to some past impressions coming in the mind, and our frustrated desires, which is actually making us little angry within. Yeah. How to overcome this? How to overcome this? anger? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very nice instruction that Upadesha made. Vacha vegam manasakrodha vegam jiva vegam mudra pasta vegam mitan vetan yau vishahita sarva sarvim pravitim sifshisim sashishyat. When we can conquer mind, words, anger, Tongue, belly, and genitals can make disciples all over the world. So if you want to be a successful preacher who can actually bring people, save people from the ocean of birth and death, then you have to conquer your anger, you see. We all have that anger problem. I know I really got, I had to really deal with an anger problem in the, the Indian airport we went through. It was unbelievable. I had my leg problem. And they, they, put it, they said, your, your boarding gate is gate 13. And it was the farthest long, like a 20-minute walk. And I, my leg was hurting like hell, walking with a cane. And I went all the way there and said, oh, it's been gated. It's, now it's gate one. <laughs> I got really angry. But actually, should, well, I shouldn't have gotten angry. Guru Manaji chastised me for getting angry. 
you can instruct them, but you shouldn't get out. I got really angry. I started yelling and screaming. And the guy said, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I was yelling so loud. The whole airport must have heard. I was screaming in anger. Because I was hurting like hell, walking all the way to gate 13 to find out that I'd been changed to gate 1, all the way back to the other end. So yeah, anger is a problem. We have, I, had, I, have, I got to overcome with anger in that, in that situation. So we, we have to learn. But then I read this verse, because my desire is, is to make, you know, to bring people to Krishna consciousness. And I realized, okay, Sankarshan Das, you can't get angry like that anymore if you want to be a successful preacher. So it was a good lesson for me when I read, I read that verse from Upadashamrita and said, yes. So we have a, that, that we have the problem sometimes we lose our temper, we get angry, you see. But actually, Rupa Goswami is warning us, you gotta keep this thing under control. Don't let anger, now you can anger, anger can be used in Krishna's service. Just like Jagai and Majai were chastised, you see. You can use anger in Krishna's service, but not over your, over your own sense gratification, you see. In Krishna's service, you can use anger for correcting those, the miscreants, you see. You can utilize anger in his Krishna's service, but not over sense gratification. Does that help a little bit? Okay. Anything else? Yes. Is it anger can be related to our eating habits or if you are not eating right food, right amount, right timings, can it be related? Is it uh, that what we eat, the time when we eat, is it related to the anger? No. As long as you're taking prasadam, you're okay. But I, what I suggest, and this is not a hard and fast rule, but many people say, Gurudev, I have a hard time getting my rounds done. I say, well, don't. Take prasadam until your rounds are finished, then you have no trouble getting your rounds done every day, you see. But now, there's no hard and fast rule about taking prasadam, you see. But uh, the most important thing is to chant quality rounds every day, you see. That's, then you can actually taste the nectar of Krishna consciousness. If you go deep, deep, deep into your japa, you see. Then you can taste the, the ecstasy of connecting with Radha and Krishna, you see. And then, uh, then your mind will become peaceful and calm, and you can, whatever comes, you can just say, okay, Krishna, whatever you want to give me, I'm ready, but just let me always remain absorbed in your loving service. Does that help a little bit? Yeah, thank okay. you, thank you. Hare Anything Krishna. else? Everybody satisfied, ready to, to roll into another ecstatic day of Krishna consciousness? How to save yourself and save the whole world. Okay. Save yourself, save the whole world. That's the order as Papa is given. It's everyone's duty to save themselves and to save the whole world, is him. Lord Chaitanya ordered. Whoever you meet, instruct him in the teachings of Krishna. And this my order, and this way I'm order, you become guru and you deliver the people of this country. So at least you have to deliver the Australians. At least you have to Lord Chaitanya, wherever you're living, you have to make those people Krishna because it's your duty. Given by Lord Chaitanya to make Australia Krishna conscious, you see. Because this is where you're living. Your duty is to make Australia Krishna conscious, you see. Okay, so we'll, in, in, one more, okay. Today you're saying one should sincerely desire also to, so that we can remember Krishna 24 hours. So when you say Gurudev sincerely desire and also work on it, so you mean to say, I mean to say, 
24-hour center means don't even waste time, uh, even a minute without Krishna consciousness. So, Shlomo you mentioned that we should sincerely desire to be Krishna conscious. To remember Krishna. So, also we should work on it. At every minute. She constantly work on it. 24 so, hours a day, work on it. Yes, Guru. Okay, mine. Okay, you rascal mine. Get out of Maya. Give up your nonsense. And my dear rascal mine, now you're only business. What is that prayer? Let's see. <clears throat> what is that my prayer? The, the great Acharya. Huh? Huh? Bajahu Remana Srinandana. Bajahu Remana. Shri Nanda Nandana Abhaya Chara Nara Vindare Pujana Saki Jana Admani Vedana Govinda Dasa Vilasare So Gindadas is saying, my dear mind, please now engage yourself in the devotional service of the divine son of Nanda Maharaj. So these Acharyas are teaching you. You can sing, sing these bhajans. And that will help you. Sing the bhajans of these great Vaishnavas acharyas, and that will help you to bring your mind under. He's, he's, bring, he's praying to bring his mind under control, so if you say his prayer, that will help you bring your mind under control. Is that it? Everybody's ready? We didn't do, we didn't do uh, the online today. Forgot about him. So uh, my apologies for the devotees online who didn't get to hear the class. I forgot to put it online. So we'll go ahead and stop here. We thank everybody for tuning in, and now we have some prasadam to give out, it looks like. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare.